and welcome to Knitting Shop Live, the podcast recorded live and unscripted by your favorite knitting gals. We are your hosts, Brianna, Kathy, and Natalie. And a huge thanks to our listeners for joining us tonight. So today we're going to be chatting about service, knitting, and crochet. So now it's time to grab your project grab a drink maybe if that's what you feel like or put on your shoes and go for that walk and tune in because we're getting started well hello guys it's good to see everybody tonight hi hello (laughs) it is so good to see you too let us start with what's on our needles and natalie would you like to start us off sure can um so i've been working on a few things this week the first one is my granny square pillow which i am finishing up a lot of my granny squares now so I should have 25 very soon and then I'm ready to join everything together um so I should hopefully be done this next week I know I said that last week but we're getting there nice moving along um, oh yeah. yeah and then on my knitting needles this week I've been working on my store away throw um so that's coming along really well too just easy it's the easiest knitting I have right now you know when you just need like a a good filler project so that's what I've been working on wonderful all right so this is Kathy and on my knitting needles my easy knitting project which is not that easy at the moment because my yarn got knotted up and it's I'm sitting here you can't see me but I'm trying to um unknot it and it's getting the best of me but I am right now working on an Irish hiking scarf just something easy peasy. And it is because my buddy across the street, who's going to have a birthday in February specifically has asked for a scarf. So, and I thought, you know, I think I'll make the Irish hiking scarf because it's very easy when it doesn't get naughty. And then, uh, so that's what I'm working on right at this very moment. There's mine. Nice. Love it. I am knitting the Gibbs sweater. I'm, I'm on the body of the sweater. The sleeves are separated. It's going great. I actually really like the stitch pattern because it's a, um, I'm just going to generalize it and say it's like a knit one pearl three theme throughout. Um, and I love counting to three. I don't know about you guys, but I could count to three all day long, every single day. It's, it's very relaxing. I, I almost might fall asleep tonight while I'm knitting with you guys. I love it. No, there is something really big with the number three right now. Um, it's if if you're following football, of course the the guy who got so hurt had car, or had the cardiac arrest. I shouldn't say he got so hurt. Had the cardiac arrest on the football field a couple of weeks ago. His number is three, mm-hmm. and the first game after his injury, which is you know life threatening, they they saved his life on a football field. But the next game, um, the quarterback scored I think it was the quarterback the first play of the game a touchdown was scored for the Buffalo Bills which is the team that this player you know played for Damar and um it had been three years and three months since that type of play had happened so three is a big thing right now so counting to three Brianna yeah there's something there yeah it's it's interesting all right nothing about that I like it um so should we jump into our topic of of service projects um should we talk about like maybe what kind of things we make for service first yeah that's sure 
jump okay. in. All right. I can start. Um, so service projects, I think my mind automatically always goes to my knitting when I think about service projects, because, you know, we were raised on that uh, service project knitting and kids knit. We spent every Friday doing it. So for me, I always think of what's the number one way I can give back. And I think, you know, offering your time and making something is a great way to give back. So I'm always happy to give back with my knitting. Um, so I'm always looking for a good opportunity to do that too. Yeah, I uh, I just love it. So today as, we're, as we are recording, and we've touched on this topic, I think we actually visited just about every year, which this is a topic that I'm just always excited to go back to because service is just so rewarding to recipients and to volunteers and to donors and everything. So, and Natalie, that's what you know, we've always had a cornerstone of service as a part of our knitting businesses, which you, you guys continue to carry on. Uh, and it's great. I, I do enjoy my knitting for service. I'll, I'll circle back to that in a little bit, but I also enjoy other activities as well. So knitting is fantastic, but today I participated in a Martin Luther King morning program and it was really neat. Um, they collected almost 1,500 in an hour and a half, almost 1,500 breakfast bags. Wow. And we prepared a hundred hot meals um, for an organization. So that was really cool too. So, but yeah, it, service, you know, it just does, it gives you what you need. It just lifts your spirits. Yeah. And it gives back to the community and in all kinds of ways. I mean, whether it's feeding people or keeping people warm with our handmade goods. Exactly. Welcoming them to the world with new hats. Uh, it, it's just so cool. Yeah. So that was just a little other than knitting too. Okay. What about you, Brianna? Um, I, when I think of making something for a service, I, my first thought is always hats. I don't know why, but a lot of service knitting revolves around accessories that we wear. Um, everybody can use a hat no matter what they're doing. Um, whether it's, you know, to keep their head warm, to feel something safe. Um, to feel the love in those stitches that somebody made for them. Um, but yeah, I mean, hats, um, knitting accessories. I, I feel like I, when I'm making something for, to, to donate, it's always knitting related. I don't think I've ever crocheted anything for a service because I don't feel as though it's like up to par, like it wouldn't look good. So I don't want to give it to somebody else. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. We, you know, I was just, you were just mentioning that too. Hats, I love knitting hats and hats fit everybody and everybody uses them. Um, again, it, it can be welcoming new babies to the world. It could be keeping people who don't have appropriate cold weather gear warm, whether it is, you know, someone who is homeless or somebody uh, like the Siemens Church Institute who has you know, is a merchant marine and doesn't realize that they're going to be uh, in Philadelphia in the bitter cold winter and doesn't have that type of gear with them to keep warm or, you know, chemo caps, which are, you know, wonderful, soft, cover your head, um, just feel, it just soothes, soothes that head. So um, the other thing too, that I like for service is the prayer shawls. And I actually, so just got me thinking, I've never created 
crocheted one. I've knit them, but I've never crocheted one. And I think this year I'm crochet uh, a prayer shawl because it's a great way to practice your newer skills too. And and at the same time, you're giving this prayer shawl to somebody that's oh so meaningful. I have, you girls can't see this and nobody listening can see this, but right across the room that I am sitting and I have my Aunt Betty's, Aunt Betty's prayer shawl that she received uh, from an organization. I didn't make it for her and it means the world to me. But uh, I, I kind of went there too, Brianna, because we were talking about the number three and the stitch patterns typically in a prayer shawl represent the Trinity. And it is that one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. So anyway. Those prayer shawls are so nice and they're so easy to make and they're just they're relaxing that three 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 yep it's just the right project I will say too another thing I've done in the past especially when I was an RA I would do this a lot I think the act of teaching someone how to use those skills is really great too and to introduce people into that act of using that as a form of service is really important. And I think it, there's something special about like learning to knit in an act of service, like project, it's not for you and you're putting love into every stitch. It's very soothing. Um, but one of the things I have done in the past is I've done and led groups that are making squares to do like Warm Up America. And what's been really cool is in college, we actually had a few blankets that we assembled and like sent out together with like notes and pictures of everyone who like helped. And that is such a good feeling to be able to put it in a box and send it away and like write a heartfelt note about like the process and the people who really built it. I'd, I would love to know like how many letters they get and if they ever read them. But I I do really, I have really enjoyed the process of really documenting like exactly how it was done and who gave what and how we made it happen. So, yeah, I actually did something similar. I, I started a knitting crochet club in college and the foundation of the club was service work. So everybody that came into the club that wanted to learn how to knit or crochet, same thing, Natalie, they started by making squares and that's how they learned the knit stitch and the purl stitch and single crochet and double crochet. They just made squares of all of those stitches and we put them together into, you know, blankets or, you know, long rectangular shawls and we sent them away for donation. Um, but it does feel really good to get like the, the, the thank you note back. Um, just like knowing when you put it in a box and send it to wherever you're sending it to that person who is receiving that box opening that box seeing all those things and, and distributing what you've made to people um or animals or whatever babies that need them um and for them to respond so kindly to that is it's so heartwarming I mean that's I think kind of sliding into what we're going to talk about next is why we make service projects or why we do service in the first place yeah it's I you ever do this find yourself actually especially you know, today is a is a wonderful reminder of the things that we're able to do volunteering sharing giving and maybe the things we've also received like I have Aunt Betty's prayer shawl um it just you know really makes you try to imagine who is the person who made this that is my 
Kershaw sitting across the room, I'd love to know who they were or vice versa. What I'll think about too is the things that we've given and donated. Where did they go? Who was wearing that? How is that helping them? Um, you know, those kinds of things. So it's, it's kind of gives you an opportunity to have a vision, dream a little bit about the goodness of the person who made that or the goodness of the person who's received it. So you're in a bad mood. Think about those good things. Those are the things to think about. Yeah. Any other, like why, why we do service, why we service knit? I think it's just such a good connecting piece to humanity in, in a way, like it is something that you can do at your own leisure um, but it is a really great way to take your time and make it really impactful. Um, so for me, I think it's it's pretty cool to be able to contribute in the hours when you're not actively like out there. Um, so I think I think that part of it is cool too. I also like that it puts a purpose into my knitting. Okay, I I and I again I represent a different age group here, so uh, I do find as we get older. And sometimes maybe it's not even a matter of aging. It's just every once in a while, you, you're just not sure what what you're going to knit, why, who, how, when. And then there's this opportunity to, to donate your knitting and it puts a purpose into it. And it's it's nice to wake up and have a purpose in your day um, of why what to do and knowing that, yes, I am sitting here knitting this hat and it'll be donated and somebody will use that. There was a purpose behind my project today. Yes, I I like that. It can definitely be a motivating factor because if you think about some of the other projects that might be on your needles, if they're for you or maybe somebody else, maybe you don't feel like doing those that day or maybe you don't feel so motivated to, to, you know, do that knitting because it's not really a need. But when you talk about service knitting, somebody needs that thing that you're making yeah. in in one way or another and it's important that you finish it and send it on its way to that to where it needs to go yeah it's a great feeling I like to like it brings people together maybe sometimes in person so like when you were saying Natalie too about the project and Brandon yours were a bit like this too where you had the individual pieces individuals are working on the project and then they're bringing their pieces and the pieces come together that whole bringing people together and then seeing the finished project. And it's, it, to me, and I, I realized this today too, I could, it was many hands working together. It was fun to make a hundred hot meals today. When's the last time you said it was fun to make a hundred hot meals? (laughs) (laughs) Because of that, bringing people together and working together and, and the same, you know, squares, we're all knitting squares and we're bringing them in and we're seeing where they go. It's just bringing people together, gathering people. Yeah. I always, on the other end of this, I always find it so amazing that there are so many organizations that are out there to help. Like there is a cause for literally anything that you can think of. And if you look hard enough, you can find it. And a lot of times, like most places that are taking physical donations will list like hand knits on their like needed items. It's, it's really interesting. Like you can, you can make literally anything 
for service. Like there are, there are no bounds. Um, and even if it's an organization where you think, oh, well, you know, I don't, they don't need, they don't need that. They might, they might, and probably do. Yep. Absolutely. Well, I mean, you think about some of the projects that we've worked on ourselves together. I mean, um, the sweaters for the penguins. That's yes. always a good one to circle back to. <laughs> yes. One of our favorites. Love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and remember the Care Bears. Mm-hmm. That, that, that whole, and the Santa train. Remember the yes. Santa train? Loved that yeah. one too. Yeah. The sweaters and accessories that go on the teddy bears. And uh-huh. they get the teddy bear with all that stuff on it. Yeah. That was, I mean, there is, it's amazing. Like there really is a, a place and a purpose. So, um, so where I take my yoga classes, there is a group there called heart strengths. I hope I have that correct. And they, their group has been doing squares, which I just love this. They're rather than knitting a whole prayer shawl, they have a basket in the back of the church of about their hand knit squares are probably about four inches square, maybe, maybe a little bit smaller with a really nice little verse tied to it so that you can help yourself to one. And, um, you know, when you've got something that would, it's just soothing to have that, but I think that's a really neat thing too. So they're able to just work them up, throw them in the basket, and then somebody will take that one day and find comfort. Yeah. That's a really cool idea. Yeah. It's cool. Very cool. All right. Um, anybody have anything else to share about service work and service and knitting? Can we let's shout out the ones that we're currently involved with because you gals have one going. Can we shout it out? Yeah. yeah. So um with Roots Knitting Academy, we've actually been doing it's an ongoing service project. We're collecting caps for chemo. Um, we started that probably about six months ago. I think we put it out into the universe. Um, so like I said, it's an ongoing collection. I I have a basket full in my house right now where people have dropped it off at my doorstep or, you know, shipped it to us. Um, but if you go on our website, there is a service kit that you can purchase. It's a ball of yarn specific for the chemo caps and it has all the directions to it. And if you send us an email when you're finished or when you're close to finish the hat, we'll send you a prepaid shipping label so you can ship it back to us for collection. Or I can, you know, we'll give you our, my address because we do our business out of my house. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm happy to hand out my home address so you can drop it off if you're local as well. Um, but yeah, we've, we've been having some and I got some really fun hats. Um, I, I have a couple of other items too that are not hats. So anything is welcome, but the focus is the chemo caps. I love that you have it already assembled as well. So it's go to the site, purchase the kit, and then you're ready to do your thing. Yep. You have the materials to make great. it. Mm-hmm. That's great. All right. And the one that I'm going to mention is Siemens Church Institute. And again, it's heartstrings, but in in um, partnership with Sanctuary Yoga, we're going to start doing a second Saturday Sanctuary Knitting. I got to make sure I get all my S's correct <laughs> there. And we'll be making donations to um, Siemens Church Institute, which is something we've done ourselves through the knitting shop for quite a while. And again, it's hats, it's scarves, it's gloves. It's the main focus. It's it's 
items that somebody would really wear here on a cold winter um, as they come into port. It's the Merchant Marines. So uh, there's there's two that we're all working on. But then you've got hospitals. Yeah. Um, I know COSA here in Delaware County has something with blankets. Mm -hmm. So there's there's lot and lots of churches do the prayer shawls. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So there's there's so many opportunities. It's good. All right. Definitely Very good. Uh, make sure, you know, if you're looking for service knitting, there are, especially in our county and Delaware County and Pennsylvania, there's a lot of opportunities for service knitting. Um, local, like you mentioned, Kathy, churches, libraries, they have groups where they, they donate things that they make all the time. Um, but if you guys are looking for suggestions on on where to donate or how or what to do, um, send us an email. Um, we'd be happy to help you <laughs> steer you in the right direction. I've actually had a couple people reach out and say they have um, a, a, a mass quantity of hand knits that they're looking to donate. And where do I donate those things? Um, I do know places in the area that will happily take those things and, and lovingly use those things um, and distribute them to people that need them. That's cool. Yeah. So an email to any of us and we'll make yeah. sure that we get back to you with guidance on that information. You know, I was just thinking about this too. I do this a lot. I do it with my socks. I've done it with my hats when I'm doing a knitting class and I've learned something new. I oftentimes want to knit it again right away so I can take those skills that I just learned and now use them again, relax with them a little bit, and you know maybe improve what I feel I was doing, but just to enjoy the project again. And so I've done that with hats quite a bit. And I have to tell you, now I'll have two hats that are the same. And Ed Finley does not want to wear matching hats with me. <laughs> so oh, I know. <laughs> but that's always a great one. Like I did this year, kept a little pile over on the other side of my room here of what was the extra hat. And then when it got closer or somebody mentioned a service organization, I was like, great. So I have, I like service projects too, to give you an opportunity to learn new skills in class, do them again. You don't have to wear matching hats. One's for you and one is for donation. Yeah, I love that idea. One for me, one for you. <laughs> <laughs> the first one's practice and the second one's service. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a good way to do it. And it's a great way to retain those skills too. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with the crocheted hats. Because for many of us, that was new this year, learning how to crochet a hat. Well, crochet is new, period, for many of us, me. <laughs> and uh, the first time you do it, it was great. And then the second time you're like, okay, um, I feel a lot better. I, you know, I know it. I did it again. And it went pretty quick. And it's really nice looking. So, yeah. Awesome. All right. Anything else that we want to chat about service wise? I think we covered a lot of that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Should we do a um weekly podcast update? Anybody have anything new they want to share? I don't have anything new this week. Um, but hopefully next week. <laughs> <laughs> Ditto, Natalie. I don't either because okay. this week I every time I was walking, I walked a lot, but I was always walking with a friend and chatting. So I mean, my podcast was my chat, I guess. Now I have no <laughs> podcast recommendations. 
All good. All right. What's for dinner? I need suggestions. <laughs> We're doing leftovers tonight. We have leftover shrimp scampi, so I'll be having that. Oh, you have good leftovers. Is that homemade? Did you make shrimp? I did. I made it last night. We used to make it all the time. It's actually a really easy meal because I actually get pre-cooked shrimp and then I just heat it up in the sauce. I love that. Which is, you know, a low maintenance shrimp scampi. Um, but we haven't done it in forever. So Chris, Chris mentioned it like last week and I was like, you know what? Yeah, we should do that. So that so we made that last night. It was very good. Awesome. What about you, Kathy? Uh, we had hot dogs. Can you imagine? We had hot dogs with a side of fruit. So I know you're not going to have what I had, Brianna, but they were really good. Well, I do have hot dogs in my freezer. So <laughs> I want to do hot dogs and a side of fruit. And you know, Ed and I might be the only two people. You could probably put a, a piece of great steak in front of us, whichever type it is, porterhouse or filet or a hot dog. And we're probably going to ooh and all over the hot dog more than it. What is it with hot dogs? They're just so tasty. Uh, I don't know. They have all, right, all what's for, What are you <laughs> going to so have now? I, I have no idea what I'm having for dinner. I, I've been thinking about this week's dinner and neglected to think about today and it's almost eight o'clock. So I have to go downstairs after this and figure out dinner. Um, so I'll let you guys know next week, maybe. Love it. It sounds good. All right. Um, so if we are good with everything, we'll wrap this up. So again, we'd, we'd love to hear from you guys and we are inviting everybody and anybody to join us as a guest on a future podcast we promise there's no work involved um we actually have a couple of folks in the wings that we're really excited about um but make sure you get on our list we we love to have guests we love to chit chat and hang out with you guys um so please email um either kathy or um roots in the academy which all of our information will be in the show notes if you would like to join us on the show. Um, and hopefully you finished your, you know, whatever you were working on, um, finish that row, finish that drink, finish that walk, because it's time for us to find out. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.